Clinker Factor, the cement industry podcast. Welcome to the Clinker Factor, a podcast from WCA, which looks at the cement industry's response to climate change around the world and other topics of interest. I'm Ian Riley, CEO of WCA and your host on the Clinker Factor. Before we get started today, I want to draw your attention to the 2023 WCA Annual Conference, which will be held on October the 24th and the 25th at Emirates Towers in Dubai. So please secure your place by registering now, and we'll put a registration link in the episode notes. Uh, Today, I'm talking to Siegfried Andres, Global Industry Manager for Building Material Industries at SIGAG. We're going to be talking about the impact of process automation on the cement industry and focusing on energy efficiency, carbon footprint, and and safety. So Ziggy, welcome. Could we start by asking you to introduce yourself and how you have come to be working in the cement industry? Hello, Ian. Yeah, thank you very much. Of course, you can ask. My name, as you said, is Siegfried Andres, and I'm within 25 years now with SIG, working in various positions. Quite nice development, I believe, from product responsibility to market responsibility and now to industry responsibility. The last now 10 years, responsible for building materials, which covers uh, cement, lime, glass, and pulp and paper industry in, in our organization. And yeah, I'm happy to to have a discussion with you together today. Thanks, Siggy. Well, let's kick off, uh, if you don't mind, by just introducing our, our listeners to SIC. I know SIC is a, a German-based company and has uh, 75 years experience, but tell us more about SIC. So the, it was founded uh, by Dr. Erwin SIC uh, more than 75 years back. And now we developed up to more than 12,000 employees around the world. Net sales was uh, 2.2 billion in 2022. And interesting part is definitely that we are investing more than 10% of our net sales in R&D. And we are working on three main clusters, I would say. It's factory automation, logistics automation, and process automation. And I'm representing the process automation part. And there uh, building materials belongs to. And in total, we have more than 40,000 products. And what most of the listeners will most probably don't know, there are many sensor and sensor system solutions and beside the analyzer uh, solutions for the emission monitoring and process monitoring in, in the various industries. So let's uh, just explore process automation's impact on cement production. So when you think about process automation, what does it mean to you? And how can it improve cement production? Our broad variety of products is definitely not only focused on the emission and process uh, analyzers. We also are able to deliver a lot of sensor solutions for the automation. And we all know, I think, that there is a big difference in the automation grade, in, especially in the cement industry. And many, many sensors can be used, of course, for the reducing the man-made impact on on processes and uh, can automate processes using, of course, different interfaces and protocols to make the, the processes more safe and faster, reducing downtime 
an increasing uh, availability, reduce energy consumption. And, and this is, I think, here the, the sensor usage has the most impact, positive impact on automation. Do you see a big difference in the number of sensors that uh, different cement plants have? So between, if you like, the most automated and the least automated, is there is there a big difference in the number of sensors that are on a line? I, I think so, De definitely, yeah. So I would say in the sensor grade in European cement plants is definitely much higher and in North American, uh, for example, than in, in the Southeast Asian uh, region, because there, I think we, we are aware of that um, much more employees are working in, in the, within the cement plants and as more people, as less sensors and other way uh, around, yeah, as more sensors, as less people. And that you also see, if you look at the number of employees in, let's say, cement plants of the developed countries, that they are much lower than in, in the developing countries. Yes, yeah, no, as you say, the big difference between perhaps less than 100 and, and many hundreds. I suppose that there must be types of sensors that you see people using more in the last 10 years or so that have become much more, more popular recently. What, what types of sensors were, uh, have become more popular, let's say, in the last 10 years? Yeah, I think from, from our point of view, beside the, the, the emission monitoring systems, which are in most of the countries uh, mandatory, we see definitely an increase of the, the process automation sensors, uh, process automation sensors and analyzers for the preheater, pyro process and, and uh, clinker production. And we also see for the conveyor belt, for the bulk material handling, really a strong increase because that's uh, one of the most important parts used in a, in a cement plant, more or less for each and any product, bulk material conveyors are, are used for the transportation and they need to be uh, available 24-7, uh, 365 days a year. And here there with the, with the sensor solutions, we are definitely able to support the customer to get and reach really very high availability and high accuracy of the bulk material flow, for example. So bulk scan based on, on LiDAR technology is, is one, one product we are using. And, and also radar technology is also more and more used for, for these yeah, applications. If you if you look at the the different applications for the different sensors, what what do you think has had the most impact uh, in terms of proving efficiencies or safety or or availability? You mean which technology or yeah, which which automation technologies have had the greatest impact? So definitely the the, the lidar and the the vision technologies. Yeah, that's definitely the two ones which more and more are showing their performance. That's that's I think very important that we know they are performing. In, in, in factory automation and logistics automation. We're using them for barcode reading and uh, barcode tags and, and such things. And, and now we show our customers in, in the building materials industries that these technologies are also suitable in, in the usage in, in their plant, for example, for the volume flow measurement. And we can gain some additional advantages out of these sensor readings. We can de determine the, the center of gravity, for example, on the conveyor belt from the material on the conveyor belt, the bulk edge filling if the, the conveyor belt is overloaded. So we can collect a lot of information for our customers, which are very useful for, uh, for them to not overload for the 
conveyor belt and to ensure a stable and safe operation of the conveyor belt. Yeah, I mentioned LiDAR technologies. I mentioned the radar technology. Uh, this 80 gigahertz uh, technology is now uh, established in the markets. And we have beside that ultrasonic uh, measurements also. Yeah, any optical technology, which is more or less available, we are have we have implemented in, in one of our sensor solutions. So you mentioned earlier the, the use of uh, sensors to monitor emissions. Can you elaborate a little bit on that and, and the kind of data that uh, those sensors generate? So we, we are offering a complete package, means from the dust measurement, from the clinker stack, for example, to the, the gas uh, emission gas analysis at the clinker stack. Also, dust measurement is based on, on transmission or on scattered light technology, uh, where we, we are having a history of more than 60 years in, in dust measurement from SIG. The first device was also developed by Dr. Erwin SIG for the dust measurement. Gases, we know um, all common gases of NO, NO2, CO, CO2, more and more uh, HCl, HF is forced to, to, to measure yet as more alternative fuels are burned, more components are included. Here we are having also three different technologies to, to measure. We have in-situ uh, technology, we have cold extractive and, and hot extractive devices depending on, on the application needs. And we have uh, also um, ultrasonic flow measurement for measurement uh, the gas flow um, at the stack. So complete product portfolio and also the evaluation is done by by our own system and then we can support the customer in also in reporting to the authority. And so these are giving uh, online uh, sort of real-time results, is that correct? That is, this is always real-time uh, measurements, yeah, of all parts, means dust, gas, and, and flow, real-time measurements, and then online reporting to the authorities if necessary. And does this data help cement plants to optimize their combustion? Yeah, that's that's more and more, I think, now uh, used to by the customers because they, they see that they can gain some uh, advantages out of the readings they, they have for, for the emission, which they are forced to measure. And now they, they notice that this information also, with this information, they can recalculate and, and, and yeah, recalculate some main parameters uh, of their process, fuel consumption, energy consumption, exhaust gases, and, and some more detailed process information which they get, can gain uh, out of this information and they use it now to to optimize also for example the clinker burning process earlier it was if the the information is they get the information with or the information they get is too old let's say but anyhow today with the the timestamps of the different readings you can use them anyhow to do a, a proper recalculation and react on things which uh, have uh, occurred during the readings, yeah, or during this process readings. So in principle, that ought to help reduce a cement plant's carbon footprint. But I imagine there's some challenges in actually using the data in that way. In which relation you mean? I'm thinking that, you know, from an implementation standpoint, it's not always easy to get cement plants, either the management team or for that matter, the operators, to change the way in which they actually run the plant. So even though they have new data available, uh, it's... Uh, 
there's a kind of change management challenge as well as the technical one of you know measuring and and reporting uh, the results. Is that something you get involved in, in in terms of helping cement plants to yeah to implement your solutions in practice? In general, I think our equipment can be used for reducing the the carbon footprint, especially if we look at the at the topic of uh, increasing the usage of alternative fuels and raw materials. Yeah, this this need means a definitely a change in the process conditions of the Klinkom uh, production, which was in the past a very stable one. But now with the, the mix of the alternative fuels and raw materials, that, that's not that homogeneous as before. And as more information you now get about the new complex uh, process conditions, and you can use them for adapting, of course, the, the raw material feed, the, the, the alternative fuel uh, material feed, the, the process conditions, the temperature in the clinker cooler, um, you can adapt according to uh, the informations. So there is a, a lot of um, usage out of this information. But uh, I also believe, yeah, we need to learn together with the customers, yeah, what can be needed from the output from our analyzers to improve their the overall um, performance in, in the processes. And that is what we are working quite close uh, with our customers and, and also other experts uh, to, to help customers to improve the efficiency and reduce energy uh, usage and, and increase cost. Uh, safety. You, you mentioned earlier the the analyzer systems, and I, I think so. You, you have these smart sensor and analyzer systems that uh, are, are intended to enable process improvements. Can can you explain how that that works and how that's different from regular you know regular sensors, if you like? Yeah, of course. So that's something we we have available for for analyzers and sensors already. That means we we are getting the the vital data of the sensors or analyzers at any place you want. You get you. Can have it on your phone on via app on the phone or, or desktop or, or notebook or whatever and then you get the vital data of the sensor you get the actual status yeah you get uh, uh, some visual hints green is everything is okay orange is uh, a warning and red there is a failure and with this you get uh, if there is a failure you get uh, also information where to look at what to do to to solve this issue uh, this can yeah, this helps a lot to reduce unexpected downtime. And in addition, we evaluate this information to offer our customers preventive maintenance, yeah, to replace parts of analyze, for example, only when needed and not uh, on, a, on a periodically uh, time frame. And, and therefore, it's, this information is, is definitely very, very helpful and prepares also our service technician, if needed, to go on site that they are equipped with the right bare parts and equipment to solve the, the customer's issue uh, on site. So this is, um, yeah, as I said, condition monitoring. That's, I think, the next big step in the industries, uh, which will help to increase the availability and reduce the downtime because we are much more effective and we, we do maintenance and service in a preventive uh, way. I think this is um, a very interesting topic because it relates to the way that employees engage with the process and indeed 
the way that they're managed as well. So we're going to talk about uh, safety in a, in a moment. And obviously, employee engagement is really critical in, in safety. And so you can see when you have a, a system like a hot work permit, that the, the way in which that's implemented, either as a, a training opportunity or simply a tick box exercise, makes a huge difference to the results you get. So I think this is, is um, very interesting in terms of whether having something on your phone, which is, you know, something that's pretty dear to everybody and something they look at all the time is, is really helpful in terms of engaging employees with process. But before we come on to that, let's let, just let me ask one question that often comes up in conversations with cement plants about uh, automation and about using the cloud, and that is yeah, data security. And I, I'm sure you, you have solutions for data security, but what are your what are your comments on, on that and about the risks that cement plants have if they use uh, a sort of two-way engagement uh, using smartphones and uh, other devices? Do they take a, a big risk in terms of, of data security? So, so cybersecurity is always a, a big topic, yeah? And also with, uh, within our company, we are, have a very stringent cybersecurity security policies and what we what we try to to offer our customers is is always let's say safe solutions as safe as they can be in in the cyber ambient definitely yeah so we have cloud-based uh, solutions, um, which is more and more common, I think. But we also have, uh, you can also have save your data on, on a local-based platform. Yeah, so that's anyhow, that's that the final decision is, is, is always on the customer side, how he wants to uh, have his data secured and stored and where he, he wants to have it stored. And that we yeah, avoid an impact from an unwanted impact from, from outside. And so, yeah, there, there we, we are are asking also the our experts to discuss with the customers experts uh, how to ensure the highest uh, safety for the data transmission and the data availability see one of the uh, one of the hot topics in the industry at the moment is uh, is CCUS i imagine this is an area uh, where process automation and and, and sensors can can help to uh, optimize the efficiency uh, what are you doing in this area yeah, that's that's a very hot topic for the cement industry actually, and we are working on on different fields because there are many different technologies and available for the carbon capture utilization and storage. Yeah, so I would say the storage part is the the easier one. It's not that complex, but anyhow uh, also challenging. But for the utilization part, that's the the thing where we are working close together with the, the main technology providers. Yeah, for oxyfuel solutions, for example, and therefore we are in strong relation and conversation. With with those to prepare for for the future to measure the right components in in the right measurement ranges to define where to measure even so there we are really in, in close cooperation and that's a very interesting topic of course for us and as soon as you have captured the co2 for example then you have the the question regarding transportation is it via pipeline via trucks and how to measure the quality of the co2 how many co2 you have captured 
And here we are also already having solutions from our FlowSix uh, available and developing more, of course, because the demands are increasing. And our target is to also be a supplier along the complete value chain in the carbon capture, utilization and storage project. And as said, we have uh, already solutions developed. We have already 10, more than 10 years experience. We started more than 10 years back with the first carbon capture utilization project. And now are really um, interested in getting close contacts to the technology providers that we are prepared for the future with the with the right products to to measure the CO2, the the H2, uh, e-methane, and and what what else is coming up with this carbon capture. Ziggy, what what utilization applications have you been looking at? So, so you mentioned utilization. So utilization in in sim fuels or in it, what what kind of applications are, are you looking at? We are actually looking at all of them. Yeah. So we are active in in the storage one. We are looking for the utilization for e-fuels. We also in the, let's call in or the, it's called the circular economy. Yeah. Where you intend to to produce green hydrogen. Yeah. With electrolysis in between uh, with the methane uh, development with e-fuel um, production. So here that's let's say that's the the home of seek for our gas measurements. Yeah. And here we are really very active in all in all directions, yeah. Because today we can't foresee which, or I I don't believe that there is one major technology. There are a, there will be a variety of technologies, and for those variety, uh, you need to be prepared, yeah. It's a, the key question is to find out which is the which will become the most important ones, yeah. So beside oxyfuel and amine scrubber systems, yeah, and and amine scrubber is not a mean scrubber that means there are also varieties there and for this you also need to prepare and that's what we are actively working on let's just turn to uh, how automation solutions can help with safety um I, I already mentioned the possibility of improving employee engagement with the smart sensors and the and the smartphone connections how do you look at this because you have this this concept of of uh, automation solutions along the complete value chain so uh, what does that mean to you De- definitely so that's that's one of the strengths of of our product portfolio so we can so we start from the from the quarry to, to dispatch that's one of our slogan and for example in in the in the quarry we are using pollution awareness systems these are mainly lidar sensors uh, or camera systems uh, mounted on on the wheel loaders or trucks uh, to uh, avoid collisions or to have a safe driving around the quarry that's a simple uh, solution and coming from the mining industry yeah so means it shows the its performance there already and and then ongoing with for the crusher from for the raw material conveyor belt to the plant there we can use the the bicycle for example for for measuring the volume the raw material volume entering the plant and we also um, have uh, again distance sensors for the stacker reclaimer applications within the plant we have coal mill for coal mill coal silo applications with x uh, uh, proof versions for for analyzer systems there and clinker process i i mentioned already complete pyro process preheat or calcine kiln measurement systems and emission that's where we are coming from that's the the, the history of sick where we are become most strong in the emission monitoring uh, systems and then 
dispatch means stretch wrappers, backpacking and pelletizing of the cement bags. There we have yeah, hundreds of, of sensor solutions. And uh, that's, yeah, most of the listeners don't know that this uh, is especially the packaging part is one of the big fields of SIG where we are one of the top three suppliers in the world. In, in the packaging industry. And, and there it's, um, let's say, easy for us to adapt those applications also into, into the cement industry. And presumably also on the dispatch side, do you have other traffic safety? I mean, similar to the quarry, you can apply other traffic safety monitoring or, or, or sensors. Yeah, yeah for, for the, uh, the, the forklifts, for example, yeah, or for the truck loading, for the, the truck volume measurement, yeah, you can even measure how many or the, the filling level of a, of a truck. Uh, if you think about solutions or cement manufacturers in Southeast Asia, India, where a lot of or most of the cement is still in, in bags uh, available and they fill their, their trucks with uh, cement bags, you can have a, a truck volume measurement also based on, on LiDAR systems, a very precise one. So traffic sensors, um, load volume sensors in different varieties and, and applications are uh, also available. And again, also uh, shown their performance uh, already in other industries. We simply need to adapt them to the more more rough uh, ambient uh, conditions, let's say, in, in, in the cement industry. But uh, along the complete value chain, I think there is a solution from SIG, either sensor, sensor system, or analyzer solution. Great. Well, that's uh, a, a very interesting and, and given us plenty of uh, food for thought, Ziggy. So just to recap the main points, I think really you've made the case that process automation can optimize various stages of production, reduce downtime, and uh, help inform decisions making are on real-time data and, and so contribute to energy efficiency and carbon footprint reduction as well as, as safety. So on the safety theme, for those of you who missed the member forum on September the 5th, you can find it on our YouTube channel. Put the link in the show notes. And uh, on the safety theme again, um, we're organizing a safety workshop on October the 25th at our Dubai conference in cooperation with uh, with SIC, uh, PPC, and other members of the Safety and Health Committee. So I hope... Uh, uh, you'll be able to join us in Dubai for the workshop as well as the wider conference. So Ziggy, thank you very much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you in Dubai. Thank you, Ian. Thank you for the invitation. And uh, let's see us in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Clinker Factor podcast today. If you've enjoyed it, do subscribe and please recommend us to friends and colleagues and anyone else who you think would be interested in what's happening in the cement and concrete industry around the world. WCA is a not-for-profit company. Please visit our website to see the services that we offer 